This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to the True Beauty Brooklyn podcast. I'm Elizabeth Taylor. And I'm Alex Shapiro. We're estheticians in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, and we work with really incredible, diverse, ambitious, and driven people who are killing it in life. They deserve to be celebrated, and on this podcast, we're going to be sharing their stories with you. Yeah, and in between our interview episodes, we'll have Beauty School, where it's just the two of us, maybe some guest stars, and we'll be chatting about beauty, life, weird shit about being in your 30s, and learning more about one another, because that's what makes us more similar than different. Also, we're a lot of fun, and we have a super multicultural community, and we kind of think that you might too. So, why not talk about all things beauty under one black and Jewish roof? Plus, we'll be answering listener questions, so be sure to write us at truebeautybrokenpodcast at gmail.com. All right, guys, let's jump into the show. Podcast. Welcome. It's Elizabeth and Alex. And it is fucking hot. Does it sound like I'm saying Alice? No. Nobody thinks, nobody thinks no. your name is Alice. So many people have thought in my life that my name is Alice. Really? Yeah. My stepmom's aunt. No, she thought my name was Alan. And I didn't correct her. I was like, okay, I guess my name's Alan now. <laughs> she probably still to this day thinks it's Alan. Okay, but it still shocks me that people don't know Kyle, like what Kyle. Her husband's name is Kyle. And people always say, what, Lyle? Who? I mean, anything but Kyle. But Kyle. Carol. So- <laughs> Someone, he Carol. placed an order for food the other day, and they were like, okay, 15 minutes, Carol. And he doesn't he doesn't say anything. I don't get it. So then they he had to wait for Carol's name to be called, oh God, and he went and no. got his food. Oh, poor Kyle. He shouldn't let himself get disrespected like that. Dude, he was bartending one night, and this drunk dude was like, what's your name? He said, <laughs> Kyle. And he's like, this one's for Tyle. <laughs> Oh my god! I mean, dude. our mechanic for years thought his name was Kyo. It doesn't make any sense. Kyle is so such a normal name. It's such a. But is it because it's Brooklyn? I think for people, I mean, our mechanic, his first language was Spanish, so maybe for him, he's yeah. like, Kyle is not exactly. like a name. What's this Spanish in our version language? Of Kyle? I'm not sure. Know. Yeah, Kyo. <laughs> That's why I called him Kyo. Someone thought he was Kylie once. That's hilarious. No, a couple times, actually. But these are all Kylie. women's names. He says his name. Why do they all think it's women's names? Not one. I don't know. Said, it's like, concerning. Because he doesn't have a feminine voice. But not even like just a woman. It's like an old lady. Carol? Carol? K- Kylie? That's so funny. Anyway, I don't even know how we started talking about that. Because people think I'm Alice. <laughs> like at Starbucks. You're not Alice. Her, she's Alex. Guys, welcome. Really? To- Let me just get it straight. Guys, welcome to the True Beauty Brooklyn podcast. Welcome. We're so happy to have you here with us. 
It's summertime in New York. It's hot as fuck. We turned off the AC because we love y'all. It's about 96 degrees out. It's a heat wave. And the AC is off, but we'll be okay. So I just want to set the scene for you guys, just so you know what we do for you. We're schwitzing. It's for you, because we love you. It's soft. Also, I told Alex that I stink. I was like, yo, my vagina stinks, my underarms stink, and I'm sitting in her brand new chair. (laughs) Great. Yay. Which is exactly what she said. Great, in my brand new chair. <laughs> so that's hilarious. I mean, I don't smell any better. Um, it's hot. It's hot. It's been a lot of AC on and off all day. Oh, my God. It's recording. like dense humidity. Yes. I'm really given the full weather report. I know. So I just need to set the scene for you guys so you know where we're at. How are you doing? How's everything? <laughs> How's your sister? Hope you guys are great. <laughs> How's your mother? How's your mother? How's your cousin? So today... Uh, I'm excited for today's episode. Me too. We are doing sensitive skins, which I'm so excited because you guys have asked that this is an episode, like maybe our first episode that we're doing for you guys, for the listeners, because a lot of you have asked us about sensitive skin and it's kind of something we just, I don't know, we just kind of passed over. Yeah. And I think also after getting these questions, we were like, oh shit, we need to do a whole episode on this. Totally. And to be a hundred percent fair, it's not something that I've ever really done a deep dive in, not the way that I've done deep dives into other um, skincare problems because, I don't know, we kind of like stay away from harsh products for the most part. And also because we work with a products line that specializes in sensitive skin. So sort of everything we know is going to be generally okay. But this was really, really cool because we honestly did like a deep dive. We had fucking lectures, seminars. We dove. Dove, listened to doctors. doctors. Found out on the cellular level, on the cellular level, ladies, what the fuck is going on for you? Learned a ton about my own sensitive skin. She has sensitive skin. I've seen it be sensitive. <laughs> She's seen it, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm excited for this episode. But before we dive in, got a little bit of housekeeping. Mm. First of all, we got some things. Literal merchandising things. I'm very excited about it. We have merch. Actual merch, you guys. We have we got we got a fucking, water bottle. We got a water bottle. <laughs> a fanny pack. We've got wait. So we've got a, let's talk. Let's go slowly down. We've got a water bottle. Okay. We made sure that the water bottle could hold both hot and cold things. Yes. So you know you can hold your iced tea, your iced coffee. Once the winter comes, you get your hot coffee, hot tea. Also, <laughs> water. water. <laughs> it's a water bottle. <laughs> um, we got a fanny pack. It's very cute. Yes, it's very cute. I'm totally into fanny packs. It'll look very cute with a little workout outfit going mm-hmm. for a little yog. If you're walking the dogs, a yog. <laughs> if you're walking the doggies, if you are just running a lady to the store. running to the store, you just don't want to. I mean, a purse always. I don't even. I haven't worn a purse since like '04. Yeah, maybe before. Who needs a purse? You can have a tree beauty book and podcast fanny pack. Look. Get you a fanny pack. Change your life. <laughs> we have like a cropped hoodie. We've got a t-shirt. There's lots of things. So check that out at exactlyrightmedia.com for more details and support the show. Grab you some merch. I'm excited for this stuff. Yay. And send us pictures. We've had a couple of, cli- <gasps> yeah. of, of clients of you guys send us pictures hanging out with your merch. My sister's friend Amelia sent us a picture of her with her water so bottle cute. and her baby. And I literally fangirled. I was like, oh my God. I want to see more photos like that. It yeah. feels so nice. Super cute. We're going to post some pictures of us with our merch also soon. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. Also, guys, we be doing Stitcher Premium episodes. Don't forget. You can check them out. We answer so many of your guys' listener letters. We love you 
so much. We love your letters so, so much, but there's so many to get through that like we do a couple of them for the Stitcher Premium episode. So if through our regular Beauty School episodes, you guys don't see us answering your question, or if you follow us on the gram, which you should be, and you don't see us answering your question, then it just might be a Stitcher Premium episode because we're trying to work through all of them. Yes. Yes. So check that out too, guys. We appreciate you. That's it. Ready to jump in? Let's dive in. Let's get balls deep. Balls deep. Let's go balls deep into sensitive skin. And moisturizes. Okay, so the last like truly beauty school episode that we did, it was um, protect SPF. And the second part of protect, the first part of protect actually before SPF is moisturizers. But we knew we were going to be doing sensitive skin. And I think that a big part in dealing with sensitive skin, like a lot of sensitive skin is missing like its moisture factor. We're going to get into it. But I just thought that it'd be easier to talk about everything in terms of like moisturizers with sensitive skin also. So you can see kind of if this is the most extreme, what can happen without using a moisturizer so that you with just normal ass skin be like, oh, girl, let me use a moisturizer because Mm -hmm. we all are going to have these problems regardless. Sensitive skin just has all of this at the extremes. Right. Right. So you guys, sensitive skin actually affects 85% of the world's population and it's defined as a heightened intolerance to topical ingredients or external factors like wind, sun, and cold. So... The really interesting thing about sensitive skin, because of what I just said, is that some people have sensitive skin for only part of the year, depending on where in the world that they live. So, for example, we're in New York. During the summer, it's hot and humid as fuck. During the winter, it's dry and cold as fuck. And so both of those two factors, specifically the dry and cold, can certainly factor to like eczema, psoriasis, or something for only part of the year. And then during the summer, maybe you just have like regular skins because it's nice and like wet and hot and humid. Yeah, I have a good amount of clients who their skin just acts the fuck up in the winter Mm -hmm. their eczema everything flares yeah totally but what that means also is that you guys might be changing your skincare routines throughout the year so you might have like one cleanser that works during the winter you might have a different cleanser that works during the summer the same thing with the correctives that you're using and the same thing certainly with the spf that you guys are using definitely with the moisturizers that you're using if you've got more sensitive skin you probably are going to have to use something a little bit stronger if you live in a more harsh winter climate please yeah i had explained to a client the other day i was like your skincare routine does not need to be the same every single day you should Do your routine based on what your skin is going through. Totally. Yes. You know, like if you just traveled somewhere and just or just from the traveling, your skin's super dry, tweak it, you know. So I think that's important to note that all year round, you do not need to be doing the same thing every day for your skin, mm-hmm. especially if something feels like it's not working. Well, that's a good point. Yeah, because like, especially right now, right, it's summertime in New York. Mm-hmm. People are going to the beach. Say you get sunburn. Like if you get sunburn, you're certainly not going to be using the same products that you would had you not gotten sunburned. Right? Totally. And it sounds so obvious, but not because people also are taught that they need to be consistent with products in order to see results. So they feel like, okay, 365, 365 days a year, I need to be using this, doing this routine. But I think it's just important to really listen to your skin. That's most important. Yeah. You don't want to be irritating. You don't want to, you want to be soothing when you need to, all of that. Yes. And the biggest difference between normal skin versus sensitive skin is that your skin cells within your epidermis are abnormally functioning. And so one of the 
biggest jobs that your epidermis has is as the protector of the body, but it also signals to your below cells what to do, what's going on out here so that it can homogenize, right? So that it can figure out like, for example, we talk about when you get a sunburn, your sunburn is your skin signaling to the cells below, shoot up melanosomes, give us a tan, we need protection. So that's just one example of your skin telling the below cells what to do. So when you have sensitive skin, your epidermis is abnormally functioning, which means it fucked. So (laughs) because it's abnormally functioning, like what we see visibly is say like, you know, the patches from psoriasis or the dry skin from eczema or the bumps from keratosis pilaris. But what's happening is it's a reaction from the abnormality of your skin sending signals down to the other cells to do things that it shouldn't actually be doing. So really what it is, it's a chain reaction that starts at some point within the stratum corneum, which is a layer within your epidermis. And the one thing that all of our skin cells do, let's talk about often, is they're constantly regenerating. When you have more sensitive skin, oftentimes it's regenerating at a more rapid rate. And because it's regenerating at a more rapid rate, it's going through something called transepidermal water loss, which means that shit is drying out. Constantly. Constantly drying out. Which is why when you have sensitive skin, oftentimes it's related to dry skin. You see the flakiness that's on top of the skin, like if you have eczema or something along those lines. So... Increased tool, the dry skin, the dry skin is really what's going to set off a chain reaction within your cells to create inflammation, which then is going to send down signals to your Langerhans cells that it's time to start fucking shit up. So what your Langerhans cells do is your Langerhans cells are really there to treat infection, right? Correct. Correct. So another side effect which is beneath your epidermis, are things that are going to lie within the dermis. So a side effect of this is going to be increased vascularity, which means we see your veins more. All your capillaries. All your capillaries. That rosy glow from rosacea, perhaps. Also, a side effect of this, of the increased vascularity, is that your veins are actually going to be hyperpermeable and dilated, which means that they're not actually able to hold in all the different toxins and gases and all the shit that your body is supposed to be holding in. Instead, it's releasing these toxins, such as fucking nitrous oxide, which is bananas. How nuts is that? Which is what creates the redness and other bad stimulants, which is what's actually creating the inflammation. So all of this together can create the rosy glow, which makes your skin look aged faster, but it also just doesn't really, might not feel nice, might feel a little bit like uh, hot. It feels hot and irritated. Exactly. Yes. And flaky maybe. Anyway. Mm -hmm. So those are going to be all of the causes of sensitive skin. And the reason to bring that up first is that in treating sensitive skin, if we can stop that chain reaction that we just went through, dry skin leading to inflammation, leading to the Langerhans cells, leading to the hypervascularity, leading to the nitrous oxide, All of these things, which as we're going to go through the different types of sensitive skin, one or more of these things are happening. So in treating sensitive skin, we have to stop this chain reaction in one or more ways. So that's just setting you up for all the funsies (laughs) that we're about to have. We'll talk about treating it a little bit later. Now we'll get into the different types of conditions that will then categorize your skin as sensitive. Totally. The first one, though, that we're going to discuss is psoriasis. And what we learned that I I don't know if you knew this, but I didn't know that it's considered an autoimmune disease. I didn't. 
I had no idea. Yeah, it's really interesting. Now all these commercials actually make sense. Yeah. All these plaque commercials. Yeah. <laughs> and I think a lot of people get a little confused between psoriasis and eczema. Mm-hmm. So let me give a bit of a description as to what psoriasis will look like. Mm-hmm. First of all, it's like chronically recurring rash-like lesions. Mm-hmm. And they're usually pretty itchy and painful. I mean, I've seen it really bad on some clients where it's like their whole, both of their legs and their arms are completely covered. Yeah. It's not always that bad, but it can... Well, that's something that's worth mentioning is the interesting thing because it's autoimmune is that psoriasis patients, clients are categorized into either mild, medium, or severe. And so if you think of like an area of the body being the amount of your hand, if your hand is 1%, if you have 3% of your body covered, that's considered a mild case. And within a mild case, we can treat it topically. Like you can go to your esthetician, your dermatologist, just get topicals, and we can try to treat it. If you have a moderate case, which is 3 to 10%, or a severe case, which is more than 10% of the body, you have to do topically and using something throughout the entire body. And that's what we yeah, mean by a dermal. Auto- usually recommend exactly. an oral yes, medication. You've got to go work with a doctor because it's going to be I mean it's an autoimmune situation and so you just really want to be working with a doctor with something like that it goes beyond just something that's yeah you know, it's so vain. internal yeah exactly but with that said well first of all you'll usually see it on the scalp on elbows knees hands and feet but there are so many different types of it and it can show itself differently between different ethnicities I think this is why it's also very important to get an actual diagnosis from a dermatologist because these different sensitive skin conditions can easily be mistaken. Yeah. People think they have eczema when they actually have psoriasis and vice totally. versa. So yeah. really important to get a diagnosis. Mm-hmm. And yeah, usually it's itching, irritation, redness. Your skin just feels extra sensitive. And it can sometimes be triggered by infectious diseases like strep throat. Yes. So it's interesting because some of the common causes of psoriasis, this is, can be definitely like a genetic condition. But as Alex was just saying, it can also be brought on by infection. So maybe like you never had this before and you had strep throat or something and suddenly this is something that you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. It can also be caused by trauma. Again, like strep is interesting because we carry it in different parts of our bodies. And as we've spoken about before, when we talk about ingrown hairs, we all carry a certain amount of strep. And if you start to scratch your staff. No? Yes, but it's all, yeah, too? but it's all the same. It's all the same. Oh yeah. yeah it's all the same bacteria, yeah. strep and staph. Right. So if you scratch your skin, you can spread that within the lesions and then you have a serious problem. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, it's really nuts. I think also again, this is why it's so important to go to a doctor because it's like, I mean, this is an autoimmune disease. It's not just your skin is itchy. Yes. I'm sure it can make you feel shitty in other ways. Well, also You know, cuz it's your body trying to correct something yeah exactly yeah yes and so essentially because it's an autoimmune disease one of the ways that your body's trying to protect itself is that your immune system is sending out faulty signals which is going to speed up the growth cycle of skin cells so this is kind of what we were going back to before that all of these different sensitivities it's interesting because they have similar characteristics in that it's you know your skin tricking itself for whatever reason into speeding up the growth cycle of your skin cells but in this case it's just you know, in different parts of your body, like Alex was saying, on your skin, on your head, on your elbows. It can come from multiple different ways, either genetics, trauma, infection, some kinds of medications. So some beta blockers can make psoriasis worse or cause it, which is kind of bananas. So this is interesting, I think, of all of them, all the sensitive skin conditions, because it can come on for reasons that you might not necessarily have known about. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So maybe you can relate if you have psoriasis and you're like, oh, shit. I used to get strep a lot. Oh, yeah. Maybe. 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 
Um, it affects kids a lot. 10% of all children. Isn't that a lot? Yes. It, well, I think so. I feel like that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, also, of course, like we said before, a drier climate will make it worse or exacerbate it for sure. And I think that's why, like I said, I have a lot of clients who like deal with these conditions and it's like the winter just fucking makes mm -hmm. it bad. Yeah. Whereas like the summer they can kind of get through deal it and tolerate it. it. Yeah. It's kind of nuts. I mean, my skin in general is better in the summer because my skin tends to be dry and dehydrated. So it yes. is thriving right now. Even though I'm fucking sweaty. I know. I can't tell if mine is or not. Like, my legs look great. My feet look great. But my skins, my face skin. <laughs> Why do my feet still look dry and nasty? Because you didn't do the body therapy yet. Oh, yeah. You, you should do it. Yeah. I need yeah. a pedicure, too. So, atopic dermatitis slash eczema, also known, a.k.a. eczema. Eczema. That's how I remember how to spell it. Eczema. <laughs> eczema. Weird. <laughs> So this is a very interesting uh, skin sensitivity because if you have a triad of other allergens, so for example, if you have hay fever slash just general allergies throughout the year, if you have a sensitivity to nickel, you might also have eczema and you just didn't know that like and I'm talking maybe like about a personal level like I've always had yeah. really dry y'all hear me talk about my sensitive ass skin allergic to nickel you heard me almost pass out because of the damn hemp because of the trees in New York trying to kill us mm -hmm. and suddenly all my life made sense I was like bitch you have eczema too is that why everything's dry and itchy all the goddamn time? It's weird. I used to get eczema sense. and I kind of don't get it anymore. Interesting. But I would definitely get it from jewelry fake mm -hmm. jewelry yeah i'd get a rash but then it would turn into eczema yes and so it's interesting because so eczema is characterized by sort of a series of things happening and this again going back to kind of like the snowball effect of one thing leading to another each characteristic triggers the next so it's characterized by first itching and then scratching so first something feels itchy and then you scratch it and then a rash develops that's and then, the fucked up part about eczema yeah sometimes it's not even there it's like you you get itchy and it appears yes yeah yeah exactly Exactly. Isn't that interesting, right? Yeah, it's like shit you feel, is that? Because again, again, because your body, allergies, yeah. you feel itchy because of your fucking histamines, because mm -hmm. of the, the environment, because of nickel, because of whatever. But it's the body trying to protect it's itself, to protect which is itself. nuts. So anyway, so then you start scratching, then a rash develops, and then from the rash, dry skin comes through either your own dry skin or through the dry climate. And then, like we were just saying before, you guys... That sets off the chain reaction of your body being like, help, 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 shit's whack. Yeah. Shit's fucked up right so, now. So that eczema, you'll see if you keep scratching and if you ever have eczema, yep. the more you scratch it, the thicker it gets. Yes, the thicker your skin gets. your body is trying to protect itself. Yeah. This is why I love skin. Skins. Yo, skins. It's trying to help you, even though it'll be fucking up sometime. It's just, <laughs> it's just trying to help It's just you. doing what it's got to do. It's just doing what it's got to do to keep your ass alive. And do you know you're right? It's like all these things we've been talking about, like SPF. Like my skin didn't have SPF, so it'd be like, bitch, go to sleep. My skin is like, girl, nickel, ooh, ooh, get that out of here. It's just so interesting all the ways that it works to protect you, even, again, even if it fucking up. I know. Yeah. But that's it's why the skin cool. is so important. It tells you so much about your body. Honestly. Honestly. So the next thing that I think is interesting to talk about is impaired barrier function, because I think that most of these sensitive skin conditions that we're going to talk about kind of come back to impaired barrier function. Alex, talk to us about it. Yes. Speak on it. Okay. So there's improper damage to or function of the stratum corneum. And, oh, big thing is that this can occur because of harsh weather or irritation from fucking masks. A yes, client dude. of mine the other day was like, I'm getting this rash. Yeah. 
All right, not even the other day, all through this last Mac-ne. year, this that's winter. That's what like mask knee is. That's yeah. what everybody's been complaining about. All these things from the masks. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, it's from the mask is causing impaired barrier function. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's creating heat, and then it's rubbing against the skin. Ooh. Ooh. It's bad. Yes. But it's characterized by moisture loss, irritation, redness, and hypersensitivity. And then once that moisture loss happens, there's a breakdown within the epidermis, and it makes it become more basic, so it's no longer a 5.5. And, I mean, that just fucks up your whole barrier. Yeah, dude. This is what we're talking about. Moisture loss. This whole thing is, like, once your skin... This is what's so interesting is about water. First of all, this kind of doesn't have necessarily directly something to do with what we're talking about, but I remember learning... In one of these seminars that I took that mitochondria, which is like in your cells, which is what creates energy, mitochondria need water to survive. So like if you aren't drinking water, your cells have no energy, thus you have no energy. But it also goes down to like even more than that. If you have dry skin, if your skin is so dry that it can't do its job, that's the beginning of the cause of this snowball effect that we're talking about is like the water loss, the dry skin that's just like what starts it. And so in this case, it's impairing your barrier function. Impairing the shit out of that Because shit. to me, the impaired barrier function is what sets up all of this. But they're saying that right. it can be separate. Like you don't necessarily have eczema if you have your, like for the masks, for example. If the mask is just rubbing on your face, it isn't causing eczema, just your barrier function is impaired. And if you don't stop it from there, then it can cause eczema. Then it can cause eczema. Yeah. Eczema is more of an allergen period. Eczema more so comes from either like the outside things that are touching your skin, such as nickel, right. such as like hay Aller- fever, allergies. such as like actual allergies. Isn't that interesting? So much more simple than I thought. It's, I think it's so cool. I thought it would definitely be caused by like skincare products. It is. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Really yeah. Yeah. Okay. So here's the thing though, is I think that you and I are talking about the same thing, but eczema is more of like you have a hyper, you are an already an allergic person. So right. you are more likely to develop eczema, whereas you can be a perfectly healthy person and use like an over-the-counter product like benzoyl peroxide, which can turn right. into eczema. Right. That's what I was thinking. So like impaired barrier, they're looking at as like a separate sensitivity. <laughs> Got and that's it. why people who aren't necessarily eczematic are now because of the mask showing signs of impaired barrier function, but they don't have eczema. That makes sense. Isn't that interesting though? Very interesting. Very interesting. I told you, that's why I love skin. Skills. See, even I'm learning shit. <laughs> We're all learning. And here's the only reason I'm keeping it separate is because as we always say, people come in and they say, oh, I have eczema. Yeah. And now you and I know you don't have eczema. This one thing is causing this one thing. Irritation. It's giving you irritation. Yeah. Which is causing your barrier. Your, <laughs> your barrier. It's causing your barrier. Our brain cells are fried. <laughs> But it's not the I'm same as like eczema. We're very moist. Right? We're very moist. But I think it's important to talk about, right? Yeah. We're keeping it real right now. Keeping it real. Look, because I'm keep... keeping it real. Look, <laughs> look, I'm keeping it real. It's a clueless quote. Okay. After Murray shaves his head, and <laughs> Dion's like, I'm telling you. No, and she's like, why did you shave your head? Because I'm keeping it real. Because I'm keeping it real. That's it. I'm calling your mother. That's it. Okay, guys. So we're keeping it real. So that's what we just learned together, is that atopic dermatitis slash eczema ain't the same thing as impaired barrier function. And I think that like when we were talking about answering these girls' questions before, when you're like, do you actually have eggs? Like, have you actually gone to a derm yeah, and they said you had eczema or do you just feel impaired? I mean, I see this a lot. And what will cause your skin to have impaired barrier function is, and this is a big one, super aggressive, harsh ingredients like over-the-counter acne products, scrubs that have really those thick microbeads in them, or loofahs. Loofahs. All that shit that's very tough on the skin that you're probably not using correctly, 
because maybe you're using let's say an acne med too often or you're scrubbing too much okay so here's a perfect example my whole life my whole life I always thought that I had and I do have sensitive skin right you definitely do I definitely do but I thought that I couldn't use things like salicylic acid or things mm-hmm. like benzoyl peroxide because I would use like clean and clear or Neutrogena or whatever from the Walmart supermarket from the Walmart from the Walmart and it would make my skin so red and irritated and painful. So it's just like, I can't use those products. And then once I became an esthetician and started using medical pharmaceutical, mm. prescribed, medical prescribed. I'm like, this is not a good charades game. I can't figure it out. Usually I can. When I started using good products, I realized like, oh, it's just like shitty ingredients that those other products mm-hmm. were made with or shitty versions of those things that I can't use on my skin. Not that I have terribly sensitive skin that I could never use these things. And this is a perfect example of maybe what we were talking about before that like I came in thinking that I had eczema when in reality a bitch just had an impaired barrier. Yeah, and I think a lot of us have fucked up our skin's barrier throughout the years even. I mean, in high school, I was using those OxyClean pads. Yes. Plus scrubbing. Yes, yes. And Straight alcohol. I mean, yeah, that will fuck up your skin's barrier. Because, yeah. first of all, you need to let your skin cells regenerate on their own. Mm-hmm. So whenever a client tells me that they're exfoliating once a day, twice a day, so often, and then I feel their skin and it's flaky and it seems irritated, your skin is feeling sick, yes. kind of. yeah. It's ill. Yeah, it's not It's not happy. It's not happy. Um, so the other thing that can cause impaired barrier is excessive fragrance or perfume. And so this is what was, this is what I loved about going through this is reading each thing off and being like, oh, it me, it me, it me. Like just like realizing more things about myself than I actually knew like my whole life. I could never use. And also that's why I yell at y'all bitches and say you can't use mango flavored nothing if you have sensitive skin <laughs> because that fragrance could be causing your skin to be sensitive. Like yeah, that's even what, if all the ingredients in this product are great. Right. Exactly. But it has watermelon scent. No. Where's that coming from? Ain't yeah, no not watermelon. From watermelon. Ain't no watermelon girl. Also, so this I thought was very interesting. So every year the American Center for Contact Dermatitis puts together the allergen of the year. And guess what it is? What is it? Preservatives most times. Damn. So that's why you see all these people talking about preservatives, about... Parabens. Parabens, girl. Ain't nobody want no parabens. Ain't nobody want these things. It's... Look, what we're talking about starts to dive a little too deep for, like, the common person, I think, which is why, again, it goes back to just, like, trust the person that is making the products. Don't... I wouldn't go down a deep dive honestly don't and like every product that I ever use to see like what the preservatives are that they're using and where they fall on the list that's a lot of work you might have that time girl I don't I don't have that time well this is also you know like so often a client will say I went to the derm and they told me I have dermatitis Mm -hmm. dermatitis is really a blanket term yes for a lot of these things yes and I think what happens is a doctor will give them a prescription and that's it. They don't explain these mm-hmm. things. Yes. They don't explain like what they should change in their routine maybe. Mm-hmm. Or they do, but they're like, you said a fill. When it's yes. like, that's a simple answer, but that's yes. not like the only answer. 100%. Which later on we'll talk about what to do. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. 
Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, some other things that can cause impaired barrier syndrome, uh, impaired barrier function syndrome. syndrome. <laughs> it's now a syndrome. Impaired barrier syndrome is <laughs> a harsh climate. So, cold temperatures, the sun. Low humidity, increased winds, which is like wind burn, dryness, and dehydration. Dehydration. Removal of the natural moisturizing factor. That's what my girl Shapiro was doing. No brags during high school when she was wiping her face with them clean and clear pads. Wipe, 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 All wipe, that wipe. natural moisture that I need. All those skin Ripping cells. It. Yes. Those all fresh the, oh, cells that I need. needed them. So I was bad. getting rid of all the good yes. stuff. Yeah. And then going in when people are like, why is it bad to use St. Ives scrub? Yeah. Girls, okay. Here's why. It's going to impair your barrier function. It's similar to the sense of like when you take an antibiotic and yeah. then you'll have some health issues and that's why a lot of doctors will tell you like when you're using an antibiotic make sure you take probiotics because, because taking with the bad ba- good bacteria it's killing too. all the bad bacteria but also the good so you need to replenish it mm-hmm. so this is kind of similar actually yes. it's very similar yeah. it's the same situation where your skin has a biome just like your gut Ooh, has a biome that word girl biome yeah it's mm-hmm. got a biome and mm-hmm. you're fucking with its fucking fauna and flora right mm-hmm. you'd be putting a hole in the ozone it <laughs> never asked you to do that <laughs> it's true <laughs> And I, yeah, exactly. So all this, my whole life is flashing before my eyes right now, making sense. I know. So yes, removal of the natural moisturizing factor. That's your NMF dish. So your natural moisturizing factor is what maintains your moisture and pliability of your skins. So if you remove it, again, girls, same shit. It's going to increase TUL, transepidural water loss. It's going to create an interruption of your intracellular lipids. That's the things that hold your cells together. And it's going to start to break down the keratin, which, like, yes, sometimes you do want to break down the keratin if you have excess. But, bitch, if you don't have enough. You don't want it to start breaking it down. You need that carotenes. Usually, and I'm not saying this is for everyone, but anytime I have a client who comes in, especially if I already knew their skin, and then all of a sudden they come in with this irritated, mm-hmm. flaky skin, the first thing I tell them is, for a week, be very basic. Cleanse and moisturize. Yes. No exfoliation and none of those Glycolic. toners that you're using, they probably have acids. Yes. And usually just from that, they see an improvement. Yes. Because their skin just needs a break. Yeah. Exactly. So here's the other interesting thing, I guess, like now that we're talking about this is like, you know, oftentimes people say that we're yelling in the comments. It's like, oh, you yelling at us. Okay, bitch, maybe I am yelling at you because sometimes you guys are fucking up your own skin by using overusing products. I'm doing it. I'm doing it because you might be like doing this to yourself inadvertently. You're not doing it on purpose. You're trying to do the best you can. You're trying to live your best low life, you know, but this is what we say, like, if you're using seven acids and you're like, my skin is fucked, girl, you could be causing impaired barrier function. You can be actually causing your natural moisturizing factor to be fucked. So I did that. That's hilarious. <laughs> fucked. <laughs> We're very mature and professional here. No, I'm being 
silly because this is why we're yelling at you because we're like, don't do this to yourself. People... Dude, it's the same as when you're a kid. You're, you don't listen to your parents unless they're screaming at exactly. you. So it's sometimes, true. sorry, we Look, have to. It's true. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, what's next? What's next, Shapiro? Um, oh, this next one is my favorite because it reminds me of every American president I've ever seen a portrait of. Oh, that's fucking funny. Also, drunks. <laughs> Yeah, all, all these presidents really needed some skincare advice. Legit, legit. They had no idea they, they, they had the rosacea. 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 Here we go, yo. Come on, Shapiro, wind us up. Tell us about rosacea. Okay, well, the fucked up part about rosacea that I will just say is that there's no known cure. There are a bunch of different triggers and possible causes, but they're just doctors, researchers aren't totally sure. And because of that, there's no cure. There are things to control it. So I just want to say real quick, if you have rosacea and you're struggling and you're just fucking frustrated, mm-hmm. don't be so hard on yourself. It is something that people for many, many years have not been able to fully figure out. But there are ways to control it. Exactly. And, and we're here to tell you. Girl, presidents. Yeah, have come on. They got to this. rule the world with fucking rosacea. You know what cool. I mean? San- Mr. and Mrs. Claus. They got Mr. rosacea. <laughs> Hitting the bottle. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? So rosacea is a chronic condition or disorder of the skin that primarily affects the chin, forehead, cheeks, and nose. Usually you'll see flushing, persistent redness. In more advanced stages, there are papules and pustules. And I can never pronounce this word. Telangitaceous. Telangitasia. You'll always say telangitasia. Telangitasia is... Telangitasia. That's seeing those veins in your noses, girl. So you know when you see someone with reddened skin and you'll see the veins you'll see those capillaries under there mm-hmm. that's what that is like your grandpappy like Mr. Aww. Mrs. Claus yeah usually dry skin is very common with rosacea yes but here's the fucked up thing with rosacea and we'll talk about this also so once we get into the more advanced stages like papillopustule rosacea it can be also oily and that's why it's frustrating for people yeah. is that it's not always dry and flaky. Mm-hmm. It's sometimes it's also oily. I've seen oily and flaky mm-hmm. where they're oily, yeah. but they're lacking water. So yeah. they're dehydrated too. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really frustrating. It can be difficult. Because there's so many, unlike these other things that we're kind of talking about where it kind of presents itself, not in one way, but like consistently, rosacea, there's nothing else that has four different grades. Rosacea, there's four different types of rosacea that mm-hmm. they know. One of them, they're like, maybe it's rosacea, maybe it's not. But it looks the same. <laughs> so we're going to take a guess. And that's frustrating because if you don't know what it is, how do you know? You don't know what's causing it. You don't know how to fix it. So girls, we feel you. And guys, sorry. Totally. Um, a lot of times it is genetic. Mm-hmm. If you have rosacea, take a look at your mom and dad. Take a look at your grandparents, aunts and uncles. There's probably someone who has it. Mm-hmm. Which is also frustrating. You're just like, so I was just destined to have fucking rosacea. Exactly. You're like, thanks, thanks guys. guys. Appreciate ya. Appreciate ya. Uh, so there are four different subtypes of rosacea because a lot of people will think they don't have it because they don't have the papules and pustules, but that is not true. You can definitely just have the redness. Also, some people think that you have to be, you know, fair skinned and it's Celtic, Mm-mm. Celtic, Irish, and Scottish. <laughs> Irish and English to be to have rosacea, but any ethnicity can have rosacea. Any and all ethnicities can have rosacea. Totally. the The first subtype of it is just seeing that redness and those veins. Erythema. Total. Erythema totalagetangic. It's just the first subtype. Yes. (laughs) So the thing with this is that 
when I was reading this, I was like, oh my god, it's so cute. But it's like kind of not. Is like you can see in little kids who's gonna have rosacea and who isn't. Like you're gonna see them. They're gonna have little blushy, little red face. And you're like, oh my god, mm-hmm. they're blushing. It's so cute. Oh Which god, I guess that's is- a tissue. You're like, he's gonna have some problems with his skin, poor kid. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So if you see your young baby and they have a little rosy glow, just, you know, maybe take a just prepare. Prepare for it in case that might be rosacea. And the second subtype is papulopustular rosacea. And that's where you'll see the persistent redness, but you'll also see the papules and pustules, which are bumps. Mm -hmm. You'll see bumps sometimes. They're pus-filled bumps. One of my clients recently told me that her doctor told her that all acne is rosacea, which I thought was a ridiculous thing to say. But also, I'm not a doctor. But I think that I don't know if she misheard or if the doctor misspoke. But I think often no, my friend Meryl's been told something similar. Really? Mm-hmm. And I think it's because it's hard. Like what we're saying, you don't know what's causing it, and so it's just like taking a shot in the dark. Here's a guess. They so, probably give you the same medication. Similar, yes, exactly. Which is what we're going to talk about later. But I just kind of want to be clear because yes, you, we might be using similar medication, but I don't think the same formulations. Yes. Which we will be speaking about often. Yes. Uh, after also. So the third subtype of rosacea is fematus rosacea. I oh could God. be pronouncing that wrong. You but go, girl. This it. is a very fematus. severe form of rosacea. And the thing with rosacea is that it can stay at the first subtype, but it can also, as you age, progress to these other subtypes. Mm. But this is characterized by thickening of the skin, um, irregular surface nodularities and enlargement. So sometimes you'll see like thickening of the nose. Mm. You know those old men. Yeah. And also rosacea, I think that it the last two um, stages really affect men more than women. Is that true? The last one does. The last one the does, right? The third subtype yeah. is, usually affects men more. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's a fourth subtype, which is ocular rosacea. So oh, yes. you'll see it as watery or bloodshot eyes. You'll always feel like something's in your eye. Mm. Burning and stinging, dryness and itching, conjunctivitis. That's pink eye. You'll get it a lot. Yeah. I think when you have ocular rosacea, you get that more often. It's frustrating. That sounds like it sucks. Yeah, it really does. But I'm pretty sure from what I know, don't mark my words, that if you have one of these other subtypes of rosacea, you're you're more likely. Or rather, if you have ocular rosacea, you probably have some rosacea on your skin as well. Mm -hmm. I think that's common. Mm Mm-hmm. The triggers are kind of annoying because a lot of them are things that are hard to avoid. Fun fun and yeah, I mean, heat, alcohol, hot liquids, exercise, excess stress. stress. I mean, how do you not fucking stress? Yeah, extremes in temperature. I mean, if you live in New York, yeah, or many places, or many places, yeah, Midwest. um, This you can stop. Aggressive mechanical exfoliation. Please do that. That can make it worse. Mm -hmm. Um, Smoking. Don't smoke. Except weed. You can smoke weed. <laughs> uh, certain cosmetics, medications, foods. It's very difficult. I mean, there's been a lot of research that nightshade vegetables, um, like tomatoes, eggplants, peppers, can exacerbate rosacea. Yeah, red things. Um, I mean, that's hard. You really have to do. Actually, birdie.com, B-Y-R-D-I-E. I wish I had the exact link, but if you Google birdie rosacea, there is a great article there's a doctor or maybe a couple of doctors who helped with this article, and it really goes deeper into um, food sensitivities and rosacea triggers. And that might help you if you notice that it's like after a meal that your rosacea gets worse. Mm-hmm. Also, give me all the rosacea. I would not give up alcohol, but that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I did hear that, um, and don't mark me on this, but like I guess the tannins in wine are worse f- for your rosacea than like 
the street vodka, like the yeah. potatoes and vodka. Mm-hmm. So if you like Alex, you're like, look, I got ros- well, Alex doesn't have rosacea, but if you have rosacea and you have that same sentiment, look, I need a booze, I need a drink, uh, maybe just choose, you know, the Chopin. Vodka, maybe one. Maybe vodka on the rocks. Like well, mezcal. You know, not mezcal. <laughs> well, mezcal. And so, so the possible causes of rosacea. Number one is vascular dysfunction. Usually if you're a rosacea sufferer, you'll experience increased blood flow to the blood vessels in your face. Like you just feel it. One of these triggers, you're maybe like drinking alcohol or you're eating something that triggers your rosacea and you just like feel it come straight to your, that area. Whenever the I cheeks, think of rosacea, nose. I always think of this kid in high school who they used to call him the lobster man because he was so pale and then he'd play like uh, basketball <laughs> and he'd get so, this is like elementary school. Do you know what I mean? I was like five. Why did they call him lobster man? Well, because he was Instead this big lobster kid. boy. Okay. Oh my God, this poor kid. You know what I mean? And he was so red anyway i know i feel so bad that's always what i think about i'm like that poor kid just had rosacea we're like lobster man get the basket did he hate it i don't know if that's an actual chant i think i just made the chance up i know i'm like wait that was weird (laughs) go on instagram that's actually his insta handle (laughs) um but a lot of times too with rosacea people just have um more blood vessels than other people who don't have rosacea and the blood vessels may just be closer to the surface of the skin which is why you see this reddening happen so quickly and so Mm -hmm. easily yo but what about what we were talking about before like the hyperpermeability of your blood vessels which means that Mm -hmm. things are being are leaking your blood vessels aren't as strong and so they're not actually carrying out the toxins and gases nitrous oxide leaking from your blood vessels and that's what's like causing inflammation causing redness that's something you can't help that's not your fault girl i'm telling you the skin and the gut are so similar yeah that's so like leaky gut syndrome. Oh. You know? And that's what will cause you to have stomach issues. Very interesting, guys. Very it's all interesting. all about the biomes. So, what else? Keratosis pilaris. Keratosis pilaris. So many. Is super common. It's also known as follicular keratosis. It causes rough patches and white, sometimes red bumps. You'll usually find it on the arms, thighs, butt, and cheeks. You'll see it a lot on, like, the upper arm and the back of the upper arm. Mm-hmm. That's where I notice a lot of people have it. I Uh, I mean, it's not serious. I don't think it even really itches. I think it's just annoying because it's kind of rough and scaly. Mm. But it's caused by a buildup of keratin. So exfoliation would be helpful. For sure. But just exfoliating with the right thing. Mm -hmm. So what happens is that keratin, that buildup of keratin makes a little plug and that blocks the hair follicle. And that's why you get the bumpiness. Mm. There's no known reason as to why that happens. But you definitely tend to have like drier skin because of it which is really annoying. It's like, okay, so now it's rough and it's dry. Mm-hmm. But we got some good recommendations we for you if you have this. Yes. So that's the least sexy of them all. I think, like, I mean, <laughs> I think of all of the sensitive skin conditions, that's the least sexy. Yeah, and the it's something that like, can, oh my God, can, just oxide? Right? Oh like, my so God. So much sexy science. Like, this one, it's not. Nah, all the keratin's just building up. Yeah, right? Gross. Hair follicle no, I'm plug. I'm kidding. Hair follicle Sick. plug. okay guys so let's take a break and we'll be right back to finish up with um how we're going to uh treat this shit we're back back in black so um First, uh, through the magic of the internet, I have a quick correction to make. So, 
Staph and strep are not the same thing. She lied. They different bacterias. <laughs> but they are... Okay, I think that this is true. I think that they're the most common bacteria that can be found in our skin. I think. But they're not the same, but they're there, hanging out. Anyway. Dudes, this so was don't a come lot. after us. First of all, <laughs> don't come after us. Why do we just have somebody telling us that the ozone is still intact and that we're lying to you guys? There that, is a hole in the ozone. Yeah, we found out from Australian friends. Also, we just know that because it's in the newspapers. Also, you can feel it on your skins. Anyway, the newspapers. The new- <laughs> okay, anyway, dudes, once we took our little break, we realized that we're already at 15 minutes. This was a lot of information. So you are in luck. We're going to split this up into a two-parter. And we are going to come back to you, uh, if not next week, the next Beauty School episode, but probably next week so that it stays concise. We'll figure it out. With um, ingredients, with ways to treat all of these different issues, your sensitive skins. We're not just going to leave you out there hanging. Yeah, be I like, know that's a little annoying, but it's a lot of info. I know. Y'all don't want to hear And anymore, you right? don't want to have two hours straight of this shit. You right? want a little break, I'm sure. Yes, honestly. But now you get now you have the rundown of what these different conditions are. Totally. And how to hopefully how to identify them a little bit. I hope Ob- so. Obviously, like I said, you should definitely go to a derm to get things diagnosed. But I know yes. not everyone has the luxury of being able to go to the doctor. Fair so enough. But I, I mean, helps. I learned a ton, dude. I learned about that. Turns out I have an impaired barrier. I mean, it's mm-hmm. getting better now. But my whole life, just having all of these different skin sensitivities, nickel allergies, all these different things. Yeah. And now I know what's going on with my skins. Mm-hmm. That's nice to know. So if I learned something, beauty professional, y'all, I'm sure learned a little something. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But guess what? We got some segments for you. Yeah, we'll have a little fun. A little bit of fun. All, All right. All I want to do is have some fun. Okay, so let's do, and I didn't know then, but I'm older now. I didn't know then, but I'm older now. Does anybody out there know that original song? Are we the oldest people listening to this podcast? My girl Shapiro must knows have that song. Been good. I think that's how it goes. But I, I lost it somehow. I'm sure someone's gonna write us a review like they just sing and it's annoying. I don't like the songs. <laughs> just stick to the skincare. <laughs> Listen, my grandma told me I could be whatever I wanted to be and that I would definitely be a singer or an actress. She did? She lied. It turns out <laughs> uh, that doesn't mean that I'm not going to try. Girl, you on mic right now. The world's I know, listening. I know. You know what I mean? Grandma. When grandma, I told my grandma about the about podcast, po- I was like, so then. I might be a little famous. And she's like, what? She's like, what's a podcast? The radio? You're silly. Yeah. Nobody still listens doesn't to the radio. <laughs> She'll probably never listen unless I force her. But she was always my biggest hype man. When um, she had this building that she lived in in Florida and we'd go visit and there was a pool table downstairs. Definitely for the old people, not mm-hmm. for me and my brother. We mm-hmm. were like seven and ten. Yes. But we would pretend to play pool. And she's like, you're going to be a professional pool player. Stop. She had to. Somebody's got to tell you that you're the greatest, even if you're just running around hitting each other with the pool, with this <laughs> pool sticks. You know what I mean? Literally. She just needs to. Somebody's got to believe in you. It's true. So maybe one day you decide to hit the ball instead of hitting your brother. There. Then there I do go. play pool now. I'm not that good, but I heard about this. I learned something new about you this week. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, you're a pool, pool shark. shark. Oh my god. Just kidding. Okay, segments. Okay. You, you. I think you're going first, right? I'm gonna go first. So this is, and I didn't know them, but I'm older now. Tell us about it. Which is why we just sang it. Um, okay, so I was 20 maybe, and my best friend and I used um, our tax refund money nice. <laughs> to go to Europe for the first time ever, and we were lucky enough, we went for like 10 days, and we first went to London and stayed with a friend, 
because we had met him when he lived here and whatever. So it was a free place to stay. But he was like, oh, I'll go to the other places with you if you want. So he came with us. We went to Paris and we went to Venice in Did Italy. Did you like him that much that you were like, yeah, come along? Um, was oh, we like, loved him. We were just trying to squat. Well, Lacey was like kind had dated him briefly. Oh my gosh. You so like of you course like, he was girl. letting us stay with him. Yeah. He's like, got to see Lacey again. <laughs> I was just there along for the ride. But he was always very, very nice. Very nice to me. Yeah. Shout out to Matt. What up, Maddie? So we go to London Mm -hmm. and then the three of us take, I think we, oh, we took a flight to like, not to Paris. I don't know where the fuck we were. There were cows and shit somewhere in the countryside. (laughs) We just did whatever was cheap, you know, like we don't really know what we were doing. Yeah. And then we took a bus to the Metro. Okay. And that's where we split ways with Matt. He was going to see a friend and we were going to stay at the squat outside of Paris and the reason we were staying at the squat is because I lived in a house in Brooklyn at the time with a bunch of friends. It was a huge brownstone. And we'd always have random, like, traveling people just staying with us. Like, wait, what kind of randos? Like, you, like, off like the friends of friends. Okay. Yeah. This dude, I don't know who the fuck he was friends with. He was very French. French. Um, very cute. Ooh. Um, always very sweaty. It was the summertime when I met him. He was always very sweaty. But when I told him I wanted to go to Paris, he was like, oh, stay at my squat. And Wait, he said the word squat? Yeah, and Lacey and I were like, cool, like, we don't have a lot of money. When he said the word squat, what did you think that meant? Um, I mean, I'm like, they're not paying rent, but... So you knew it was like a warehouse, likely? Yeah. Okay. We were just like, we need somewhere to sleep that's free. I love the Shapiro. The Shapiro don't give a fuck. She's like, I'm going to another country. No. It's it's free. It's a warehouse. We gonna find out what happens when we get there. Yeah. All right, Shapiro, tell us the story. So we get to the metro and there's an announcement in French that we finally figure out is them saying that the trains are closed because it's midnight. We didn't know that shit closed. I don't know. We fucking were from New York. We're like, right. isn't everything going around the clock? No, I know, no. I know. You know it doesn't in most other places. Did you know, though? Because I was shocked last year to find out that this is one of the few cities in the world that's 24 hours. It's kind of nuts. Yeah. So, and I've been used to this forever. I know. You know? And it's like, it's New York. If it's New York, then this is Totally. Paris. And I was oh. 20 at the time, so you know my ass was on the trains at 4 a.m. Of course. On the regular. Yes. And you also don't know Sorry, anything Dad. else. So you're just like, look, this is life, right? Every place is like this, yeah. I assume. Yeah. I got it's you, girl. Naive. So we're like, fuck, what do we do? And Matt had gotten on like the last um, train that he could catch. So Lacey and I were just like, uh, so we had to take a taxi and it was obviously pretty Wait, expensive. Where were you? Okay. So where, I did don't you have any idea? I, we didn't know where the, the fuck we were. Where, okay. You're so, you're trying to get to Paris, but where we the took fuck a bus are you? Are you like a white plains? Airport. The white plains version of um, <laughs> You know, yeah, maybe. It was okay. very quiet. Yeah, White Plains, sure. Okay. <laughs> I feel like we landed in um, Buffalo. Okay. We're, we're naming then, cities in New York, by the way, for people who are listening who are Based on New their York, ruralness. Yes. So White Plains is like a suburb of New York City. But it's north of the city, so but to north me it's upstate. Whereas Buffalo but people is from their Canada. <laughs> yeah. So we went from Buffalo to White Plains, and then okay. we were trying to go... I don't know, to like Yonkers. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Close enough to Paris, but not actually like in yeah, the city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so good. And so we take this cab. I mean, it was far and I think it cost, it was too much money. We were really upset. It was like upset. $100? Probably. We were really upset. You just needed some place, somebody to take you someplace because it yeah, couldn't we be had there. No cho- we had no choice. Exactly. We're like, we're either sleeping at the subway station. Yes. yes. Or we're doing this. Right. So we go, we get to the squat, we can't figure out how to get in. Wait, so you made it to the Yonkers? 
We made it to Yonkers. <laughs> I wish I could remember this town. I, my brain, I don't yeah, remember things. Why, Shapiro, this is very Shapiro of you to have no idea the names of the towns. <laughs> we probably didn't even know at the time <laughs> I either. Know. That's I know. why I've never I'm known. The ben- no, I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt and thinking maybe she knew at the time. I was pretty adventurous. <laughs> I still, still am. Still. I just have more anxiety now, so I think about like getting murdered and all those things. Right, right, right. So we get there there's a gate and then kind of a long driveway and we're like we can't get in what the fuck are we gonna do yeah we're trying we did have a number we're trying to call these people we're not getting any service because we had like um like a little burner phone that we were sharing probably the year 2004 because i'm a couple years older than you uh 2008 2007 maybe still a flip phone um maybe an iphone it was a flip phone it was a flip phone okay for sure Mm -hmm. um Maybe a sidekick. And no, because we were like, oh, we have to get whatever is like the cheapest thing. I think Matt maybe lent it to us. I can't remember. Oh, right. Because this is, yes. It was just like an international. Yes, got yeah. you. Okay. It wasn't for us to use regularly. It was right, like for right, emergencies. Right. It's a definitely a flip then. Yeah. It's black also, not silver. I don't know. It might have been silver. All right, girl. You tell me about, you tell me about the phone. Let me um, make things I out. wish I had a better memory, but what I do remember. I'm asking you ridiculous details that mean nothing about nothing. You're like, what color was I know, the burner phone? Actually, Why like, am I calling it a burner phone? <laughs> but that's what it looked like. I like that you're like, it just looked like playing it. right into it. All right, girl. Keep telling us this story. Um, Thanks for letting me ask these dumb questions. So we're standing there. It's like very dark. It's not, mm-hmm. We're not in a, like a major city at this point. Like it's you're quiet and dark. Yeah. Yeah. And this kid comes by asking like if we're lost and he's fucking cute. And we're like, this is out of some weird movie, porno, something. He's speaking French. He's speaking French. And we tell him that we don't speak French. And he speaks good English. Are you lost? Yeah. Yes. Literally a porno. (laughs) So he was young. He was a little younger than us. And um, we tell him that we're like trying to stay with these people. And turns out he knows them. And he's like, oh, they're at so-and-so's house. I was just with them. He goes and gets them. He was like our savior. What are the chances? Ben. I think his name is Ben. Benny, you're the best. And so he... Then these people come. Mind you, like, no one really speaks English. We don't really speak French. This kid is translating for us as we're all hanging out in this living room of the squad. This kid is, like, the, your friends that came to visit you in New York. Or Benny. No, this kid is just a random-ass kid. Benny is translating for you. Benny is translating. The right, kid who was staying God. at my place was still at my place. Oh! In New York. Oh! Yeah, he wasn't there. Oh, my oh, God. Sorry, I should have added that. <laughs> no, no. I we don't know any of these people. Kid. We were walking into our Wait, death or a cult or something. did he say that you were going to... Okay, Shapiro. <laughs> Dude, I was just winging it. I was just winging he it. He called his friends and was like, I've got these friends from America. They're going to come and stay yeah. with you. Mm-hmm. And they were like, no problem. Yeah. Send them to Yonkers. Mm-hmm. All right, girl. They were super nice. Uh-huh. They gave us our own bedroom. There was also one old man who lived there who we met in the morning. <laughs> okay. He was very nice. And I think he told us he had lived in New York for a long time. I don't know. Anyway, we slept in a bedroom. Me, Lacey, and our friend Ben joined okay. us because um, Ben had a crush on Lacey. And they like wound up making out. It's just the weirdest fucking story. Yeah. We had to go to bed because we were just like, we can't talk to these people. Like we can't, you know, like yeah. I felt, we felt stupid. Yeah. We're like, yeah, we yeah, don't speak course. French. We should have learned some French before we came here. <laughs> just feeling dumb. We should have learned some French before we came <laughs> Also, Lacey has a way better memory. I might have to update you guys in the next episode because I bet if I ask her, she'll remember shit that I can't. Right. Um, Wait, is this is that this, just the whole story or is there a uh, climax? Ben slept in the bed with us. That's kind of weird. I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah. And like him and Lacey were making out and I was just like, I'm going to go to sleep. And um, then in the morning, we, I think, took a train from there to get into like actual Paris. Yes. But what the fuck were we doing? Dude. Wait, this is the other crazy thing. Okay. So their bathroom, of course, was not in the house. You had to go outside to get to the toilet. Yeah. Lacey had $300 in cash on her. Mm-hmm. That was like spending money. Okay. Yes. She must have had it in her pants. Po- I don't know what. We always wore dresses at the time. So I don't know where this was. In her panties, something. Yeah. yeah. 
it fell out in the bathroom. She didn't notice. One of the nice French people yes. found the money and returned it to us. Yes. And we were like, yeah, we would have starved to death. Dude, where's the punchline of this story? The punchline is who does this? <laughs> <laughs> who does this? In a, in a country they're not familiar with, with people they don't know. I barely knew this kid staying at my place. Oh my God, dude. I keep waiting for like the no, weird the thing to happen. No, the punchline is, I didn't know them, but I'm older now. You can't just like go into the middle of nowhere in a place that you were not familiar with and stay with a bunch of strangers yeah. and assume that you'll be alive the next day. I mean, it worked out for you. Why it not? worked out just fine, but it could have been really bad. I think that, the, okay, so I love all of these stories because I feel like they might be outdated. I feel like, like people just do this all the time now because of the internets. The internets is different than Probably. the internets at our house. People are like, that's not weird. Exactly. People are like, so what's, I don't get this story. This I is I think weird. it is. We had no cell service. Like, we, no one could have saved us. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. You're in a strange city. You're just deciding to go up to some weird mansion down a dirt road. Some fucking hot-ass Gaston is helping you guys through. <laughs> <laughs> I still follow him on Facebook from like 13 years ago. He's married. And then they gave you their money, your money back when you lost it. So nice to us. This isn't really like, and I didn't know them. Like, I mean, where's the guy asking to tickle your feet? Where's like. You don't think that this is like a bad situation? Like I would, if I had a daughter, I wouldn't want her doing this. Of course not. But it all worked out fine. I guess. (laughs) It could have been bad. It could have been. Don't. Okay. Moral of the story is. Don't stay in a random squat outside of Paris with yeah. people you've never met before in your life. Yeah. And you should probably make sure you can communicate with them. But it worked out for you. Learn their language a little. You're t- giving them bad advice because it worked out. I feel like you had the time of your life in Paris in the squat house. It was great. But Lacey and I remember when we were going to bed, we're like, what are we doing? What's going on? What is happening? Like, where are we? Just because you're, we're broke. We're just yeah. like, well, this is our option. Yeah. And got yeah, nothing yeah. else. So funny. Was it creepy? It was like a... The outside was a little creepy, like having to go outside to go to the bathroom. It right. was creepy because it was very Is dark. An outhouse, yeah, ish. Yeah, it was no. It was like a regular bathroom. It just wasn't fully attached to the house. Yeah, but they hadn't paid rent in a long time. They were squatting. <laughs> so that was the other thing. We're just like, what if we get in you trouble? You just decided to show up to a house in the middle of a French countryside and squat full well. You went to another country knowing that you were going to go to a place where they weren't paying rent, and your friend who invited you to go to that place. Wasn't there, but here we go anyway. <laughs> and then we have this random boy. You know what? She did it. Hanging in she this She did it, guys, and she lived to tell the tale. But Shapiro. I'm trying to tell you, don't do it. Even though no one tickled my feet and no weird shit happened, yeah. it's still not okay. Do you know what? I'm going to take the opposite side of this advice. <laughs> and I'm Do it. Say, experience it. It's you fun. Experience it. Look at this great story. Nothing bad happened. See, I'm an anxious person now. Looking you know back I mean? at this, I'm like, oh my God, that sounds yeah, so bad. It's just, I mean, yes, you're right. It is so oh bad. God, am I like boring and vanilla now and old? I mean, you live to tell the story. I don't think that there's anything wrong with it. I think okay. it's a great tale. Okay. You know, I think you've done worse. Which is worse, having your feet tickled or showing up in France in the countryside to squat? They're both equal. You're right. It's equal. It's just something that's like not the smartest move. <laughs> like maybe just go stay at a hostel for 50 bucks. Maybe just go stay at a hostel Instead for 50 Instead we wasted money on that cab. So that's could have stayed true. somewhere. Oh my God, you're right. It was like $500. Dummies. Um, that was great. It's a great story. Glad you lived to tell the tale. Nobody I'm still died. here, guys. Nobody died or nothing. A little damaged, but still here. That's so great. <laughs> my story isn't funny at all. But it's a great story. Okay. So I have a vacation story to share also. This... <laughs> So this is the first vacation that Kevin and I ever went on together. My partner and I have been together for 13 years. And this is like when 
yeah, we first started dating and we wanted to go away, wanted to have like a sexy little vacation. And so his friend um, who had been dating his girlfriend, his now wife, but at the time they were still just dating um, his girlfriend. They're like, oh, we, we like to go to Puerto Rico and we always stay in this hotel. I'll give you guys like the information. You guys can go and stay there, whatever. And so our friend, like this was, this is a good friend of ours. Do you know what I mean? He knows the way that we the way we, you know, any normal person would want to travel. Do you know what I mean? It's like if you go once you're homegrown, you're like, do you have a recommendation for me? So he tells us where to stay. We book the uh, the place. He's like, it's so great. It's right across the street from the beach. He's like, you know, it's not like the fanciest place, but it's great. And we're like, that's fine. We At the time, I wasn't that bougie. Bitch, now, now I know better after this fucking story. If somebody says not that fancy, bitch, tell me something place else, please. Fuck that. Anyway. <laughs> So we book this uh, hotel and we get to Puerto Rico and we get to the hotel. I'm scared. And yo, this place is like, it's like the shittiest. The only way I can describe it is like a double wide, a broke down double wide trailer, but a hotel. If you imagine imagine if somebody told you, you can go stay at my house. It's great. It's not that fancy, but it's fine. You're going to enjoy it. It's right on the waterfront. You're going to love it. But you get there and it's a double wide trailer on the front of a pond. Imagine that. But it's the ocean, and it's Puerto Rico, and it's a hotel. But you're like, bitch, what the fuck is this right now? You've seen how I travel now, Where so I would have loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been like, this is ideal. You'd be like, this is heaven. No. This was a shit dump hotel that had carpeting that was wet because we're in the tropics, girl. So if you're in the tropics and you feel shit that's moist, when the fuck was First the last all, there time there shouldn't be carpeting exactly. in a tropical Girl, exactly. No, this never. is what I'm saying. That's number one. That's disgusting. So the first room we get, there's cigarette holes on the fucking carpeting. Yeah, I would have loved this place. I love fucking work. Shit. We're like, oh, no, 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 no. We got to get a different room. Oh, my God. So first we just think it's like the room, right? So then we get a new room. It's not much better, girl. You're like, well, there's only one cigarette hole and <laughs> only part of the carpet is wet. Right? It's exactly, exactly. So it's not that much better, but like, I, I mean, we're here, so we're going to have, we're here, right? You're like, at least the ocean's right there. At least the ocean's right there. And also, I it was cheap, time, at least. I mean, it wasn't, I don't remember, but at the time I was 23. Maybe. Do you know what I mean? So, but Kevin's nine years older than I am. But so we weren't living large. We weren't like, we didn't have a ton of money. Do you know what I mean? But it was enough that we were like, this is a shit dump. What the fuck? We're looking at each like other. We're on a vacation. We're like, we're on a vacation. It should we're, at least be better than our apartment. Yes. And we're like, <laughs> our friend isn't poor. Why the fuck does he think that this is okay? Like, we're sho- more than anything is that we're shocked that somebody would like recommend <laughs> this place. Right. We're like, has to. he been here like, recently? What the fuck? Do you know? So it's fine. We're here. We're going to make the best of it. The beach is right there. It's fine. You know, I'm with my new man. Don't know him that well maybe a couple years but we're gonna make it sexy right so we so go sexy. so sexy so like we make reservations for um this place in uh old san juan and it's like this like three-star restaurant so we get all dressed up we go to old san juan you know and we're like look the hotel might be shit but we're here to feast so we order like hundred dollar bottle of wine have like a three hundred dollar like we're doing the most you know what i mean yeah. send it all out give me the pate give me all the shit eat it so delicious no one would ever know that you're going back to a shit you know what hotel. i mean you know what i mean and one thing about 
my man that I have to say that I love is like I never dined before I met him. And one of the things that we love to do, and it's very bougie, but it's fine, mm-hmm. is when we go out, like we like to save our money and dine. You know, you do the glass of champagne, yeah. then you do the glass of wine, bitch. Then you have the cocktail, then mm, you get the bottle of wine, then you have the appetizer. The, do you know what I mean? Like we dine. Mm. We're there for two, three hours. We're enjoying ourselves. Like we it's work an hard. Experience. It's an experience, right? Woo, woo, woo. Do the shit. Go home. Go to sleep in our wet ass fucking room, right? So in the middle of the night, Kevin, I feel like Kevin moving and he's like, oh my God, I think I'm going to be sick. And I'm like, babe, babe, are you okay? And I hear him like get up and go to the bathroom, but I'm like, oh, it's fine. One thing you should know about me, bitch, when I'm asleep, I'm asleep. Like when I'm asleep, I'm asleep. I might be up until three in the morning, but when I'm asleep, I'm asleep. So I'm like, hey, babe, it's okay. You're fine. And so... You know, he gets back in bed. Within a few minutes, I'm like, oh, my God. Dope. My stomach's starting to feel funny. Oh and I'm no. like, do I just feel like, you know, am I feeling sick because he said that he got sick or am I actually sick? Before I can even answer myself, bitch, I'm out of bed, run into the bathroom, projectile vomiting <gasps> across the floor. <gasps> Literally projectile vomiting. Oh. <laughs> the floor. My God. And so the rest of the night... Both of you? Both of us with the worst food poisoning, taking turns, going into the bathroom. Oh, my God. And, girl, guess what happens next? Do you poop yourself? The toilet broke, bitch. The toilet broke. Because I told you about the shit dump hotel. The fucking toilet broke. And so now we're shitting and vomiting on top of each other's shit and vomit in the shit dump moist ass hotel. Oh, my fucking you guys fit right in (laughs) fit right in so we spent the whole rest of the night sick oh my god that's so fucking awful dude we wake up the next morning this trip was like a little bit of a fail we make wake up the next morning still in this shit dump hotel do you feel a little better at least barely no we didn't feel better we had food poisoning oh my god guess what there isn't fucking room service bitch ain't no room service it's a shit dump hotel so my ass has to crawl across the street. <laughs> so like the CVS just to get Gatorade, right? Just like crawling. Oh, to get Gatorade. Oh my God. We need electrolytes. We need nutrients. Bitch. Dude, we're so spoiled here. Like all the bodegas just deliver shit to you. Right? Not. Yes, exactly. This is pre all that shit. This is the oh year of our Lord. 2011, maybe. You're <laughs> So I call my mom. My mom's a nurse practitioner. I tell her the situation. She's like, baby, you definitely have food poisoning. And she's like, look, I know you guys. I know this is a new boy that you just started dating, a new man. If you guys can get through this, you can get through anything. I thought she was going to be like, but just run away now. No, you know, Sharice. Because your poop. You know, <laughs> you know, Sharice is like the night, like the, the most, you know, butterflyest, just like the happiest angel yeah. always has good news. Baby, if you can make it through this, you can make it through anything. And 13 it. years later, we're still together. <gasps> so, ladies, if you want to keep your man, just shit and throw up on top of his piss and shit and throw up. And if you can make it through that, solid. You got yourself a keeper. <laughs> solid. That was a great story. I guess moral of the story, if you get a bad vibe when you walk into a hotel, Dude, get I the didn't fuck know out. then, but I'm older now. Yeah, there was a whole bad omen. And that that. was the thing was at the end of that day, we packed our shit and we got to a different hotel. We were like, this cannot continue this way. That was day one. (laughs) Girl, that was day one. That was day one of this trip. We were like, we got to turn it around. We got to get the fuck out of this place. Dude. Fuck out of this place. I've definitely stayed at like some shady motels. 
And it's definitely when you see the cigarette burns that you're like, oh, yep, no one gives a fuck here. And it's moist as shit (laughs) in the tropics. There's always a lot of human. Even I've stayed like down like in the south, like at motels, and it's the same where there's just a lot of moisture. It's like there's not enough air conditioning or they maybe need a dehumidifier. They need it all. Yeah. They need it all. That is a great story. So I didn't know then, but I'm older now. Um... I don't know. Don't eat so fucking much when you're on a trip with a new I mean, man. that's the I'm thing kidding. is that we were in a shit dump hotel, I'm went kidding. to a nice restaurant and still got sick. Okay, yeah. so here's the moral of the story is we called that restaurant and I said, look, bitch, here's what happened. We spent $400 last night and got, and here's exactly what happened. And so the owner invited us to his other restaurant and we were like, don't really want to do that. And he was like, please come to the chef's table, oh, no. ate in his wine room for freezies. And you were fine? And it was fine. That's very nice. Yeah, well, he owed us. He kind of did. He owed us. He did. A Yes. That's amazing. Um, oh, I want to point out that I hope I didn't... I didn't mean to say anything bad about trailer parks, by the way. <laughs> Actually, Kyle and I's like, retirement plan is we want to live in one of those 55-plus trailer know, parks in Florida. I was so hesitant to say a double-wide, but it's like it's not that it's a double-wide. It's just I need you to imagine the worst... Like a, a double wide from the 1970s in the year of 2021. It's not about it being a trailer. Yeah. It's I need you to understand the level of like nastiness that this place was. And I'm not helping myself at all by, na- again, calling it Double Wide Nasty. Double Wide Nasty. But Double Wide, they call me, that's my porn star name, girl. Double, double Wide, wide Nasty. nasty. <laughs> that's great. That is so Do you know those 55 plus trailer parks? You ever see those around? No. I don't know, but they have them in Florida and they're usually on the water, like on a lake. Yes. It's so nice and they're very inexpensive. I told Kyle, I'm like, let's start paying into one right now. Alternative lifestyle. Yeah, I'm forever living an alternative, alternative lifestyle. lifestyle. Maybe part of it is I'm just dumb, like <laughs> staying at the squat. But. I love it. I love I love. Okay, so here's what I love the differences in our stories is that you voluntarily stayed at a squat. <laughs> I was appalled, appalled to be at a squat. But we're still friends. And we're still besties. I Meanwhile, love I'm like, this place sounds great. <laughs> I can have a cig and no one cares. Okay. <laughs> Oh my god! I secretly like kind of like places that just, and I think of this with apartments too, where it's like, no, nah, I want to live in a building where like people don't party too much, but they party a little, so that if like, we're ever loud, it's fine. Look, I, you know that I like character. You know, you know that I like character. Yeah. No, this place sounds disgusting. But, okay, so my apartment is a perfect version of like the character that I like. It's an old ass building, but the guy yeah. who owns it gives a shit, and he made it nice. But it's got character. I see the ghost in the hallway. I told Kevin that he got and got freaked out, but it's fine. Wait, just you saw a ghost in the hallway? You didn't tell me that. You did not tell me that. Of course. Okay, we'll talk about it another time. We'll talk about it another time, guys. I don't talk about the ghosts that I see because it's... Guys, we'll talk about it another time. Okay. When, 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 when Miss Vanessa is here, I'll tell you about all the ghosts that I've seen. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, she can make me not sound insane. Oh, all right. Okay. <laughs> all right, guys. So, that's it. Rate, we review, love you. subscribe. You could rate, review, subscribe. Hey. Rate, review, subscribe. Hey, hey. rate, review, subscribe. You could tell your sister and tell your auntie you could tell your mama and your cousin too that was a song i just made for y'all i I hope you love it a little dance you didn't see me swinging my butt around Uh -uh. great (laughs) so guys send us your listener letters um we're gonna answer some sensitive skin letters um, episode that we do and i hope that you guys are following us on instagram because this week we did a talk to me tuesday where we also answered a listener letter about her sensitive skins it really covered i mean we covered everything basically here but you could see our little faces if you're like what these bitches look like yeah are they cute or not we look really sweaty and we look very sweaty always (laughs) it's a heat wave yeah we've got a heat wave and what else can you guys do you can follow us on Instagram at True Beauty Brooklyn Podcast at True Beauty Brooklyn Podcast you could follow us on Twitter 
It's attributepkpod. Attributepkpod. I think that's it. That's it. You guys can fucking stay cool because it's hot as fuck this weekend. Mm-hmm. Y'all can have a happy 4th of July. Unless you're in Australia, it's summer. I mean, it's winter. Unless you're in Australia and then it's winter. But if, you, if you're here in America, in the Americas, happy 4th of July to Americans. Happy Canadian Day to Canadians. And that's it. Bye. Bye, guys. This has been a COCBK production. Produced by us, Elizabeth Taylor and Alex Shapiro. Our engineer is Bart Tripoli. Our theme music composer is Zebra Sonic. Our artwork is by Garrett Ross. Our photos, hair, and makeup are by Sabrina and Joe Holdsworth. If you're an advertiser interested in advertising on our show, go to midroll.com slash ads. For more information, go to exactlyrightmedia.com. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.